Welcome back to another episode of It's Never Fine. You know what, Linda? I've kind of made a realization lately. I think some parts of LA make me feel worse about myself than other parts, specifically the West Side, Venice, Santa Monica, and then also West Hollywood, specifically Melrose Avenue. I don't know if you feel that way, but I just feel like everything there is just too perfect and everyone, I don't know, it's very superficial there. Yes, at Melrose specifically. I think it's very relatable. If you guys are in LA or if you're in LA long enough, you'll probably pick up on the difference in culture as well. Like I feel like when I'm specifically in Santa Monica and more so Melrose and in in West Hollywood, I feel so much anxiety because there's like this need to, to look hot, to be skinny, to look bougie, to act bougie. Like it's, it's overwhelming and yeah, it's totally real. Yeah. I feel the need to like dress up all the time and own some sort of designer piece that I can't afford at this time in my life. And I'm always worried that like, if I don't look cute enough, then I just feel like I'm excluded from that environment. Yeah. I mean, it's to the point where I'm literally like compromising my sense of confidence because when I'm normally, I'm a very confident gal, but when I'm in those areas, I'm more so stressed about like what I'm wearing, how I look, and I always feel like I don't measure up and whatnot. And like I'm overanalyzing what people are thinking about me and others' thoughts of me and opinions of me, like way more than I would anywhere else. Like, in fact, like the idea of what people are thinking about me is constantly looming in my mind, like when I'm on Melrose. And like you bring up a good point, but like if you really truly think about it, no one is probably looking at us in that way, you know? Like, we're super stressed in what people are thinking about us, but in all honesty, like, they're probably feeling the same way and, like, everyone is so absorbed in their own life and self-interested. Everyone's going through a lot of stuff on their own that no one has the time to give a shit about us. (laughs) Like, as savage as that sounds, it's 100% true. Like, no one is really gonna give us the time of day. Like, we shouldn't be so flattered to think that, like, we're the main topic of discussion or thoughts. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And this reminds me of this conversation I had with my sister the other day, which is what brought us to this topic today. Um, The topic of why do we worry so much about what other people think of us when in reality, literally, no one kind of cares about us or they're not thinking about us in the way that we think that they are to the point that like no one's judging us and no one's really spending all of that time and energy fixating on us as much as we fixate on ourselves so going back to this discussion i was having with my sister she's in a band and she was invited to go see this other band show my sister and her band they've kind of taken a step back from playing live shows because they're focusing on creating new music and new sounds and all of that which is great part of the process but she came to me for some advice she was concerned that because people in that scene knew that she was the lead singer of this band and knew that or she thought that they knew that they weren't performing so much that if she went people would recognize her and people would judge her and she was she just didn't want to be in that environment and I had to sit her down kind of like slap some sense into her (laughs) like no one would care like she can show up no one would give her shit first of all for not performing so much or not putting out so much music at in this period of time but also even if they did know that she was part of this band these people who are attending the show are there for the show and to hang out with their friends they're not there to fixate on her and again even if they did realize it was her they wouldn't think oh they're not performing so much they wouldn't think that they would just say oh cool like i think she's from that band chill and they continue on with their lives. I told my sister that she can make a decision. She can choose to stay home and miss out on this opportunity, 
Or she could go have a great time, go with a mindset of not caring about what these people around her are thinking, because they're definitely not thinking anything. And she can use this time to strengthen her friendship with this band that was performing and again, make new friends, make more connections in the industry or whatever. Yeah, so that's what I did, sent her on her way. And I think she had a really great time. Yeah, I'm glad that she took that advice. And I really hope that if she did go like that, those thoughts weren't intruding on her mind and worsening her night or anything. Yeah, those are really good points. And I think it's really cool that, you know, now that you've gone through that stage of life that she is in now, you can like recognize what you went through in her mind. Like, you know that she's 100% overthinking things and almost focusing way too much on herself rather than like the, the fun that she could be having and stuff. And like that brings me to another point is like humans are super narcissistic. We're self-serving. And this is by nature. Like this is an innate behavior. We can't control it. But I think because we're so narcissistic, that makes us worry that other people are thinking about us or judging us, whether positively or negatively. We're always centered and focused on how are we being perceived? How are we depicted? How are we depicting ourselves? How are we putting our best foot forward? You know, like, and that's because we're so narcissistic in thinking about ourselves that we assume everyone else is also thinking thinking about us. And so like, this is kind of savage, but really like no one's paying that much attention to you because they're all narcissistic and thinking about themselves. So why should we let that dictate like our choices and our actions? And like, I totally agree. Like your sister fell victim to it and you had to knock some sense into her and hopefully it got the point across. But like, I know as much as I like to say that I'm like a mature young lady, you know, I still go through moments of doubting myself and seeking that validation externally when like, I know that I 90% of the time, like provide that for myself and something that happened I would say during 2018 was there was this one guy that I kind of liked and I realized that I was letting like the fear of his judgment or the fear of his non-approval like guide my actions and Selena can tell you more about this because she kind of went through it with me as I was rethinking things I would normally do and I wasn't acting quite myself and it was because at the forefront of my mind I was always thinking oh how would he perceive this or how would he like this or like will he resent me for this and it kind of controlled my actions for a while it took selena really just giving me that real talk for me to realize like you know like this isn't who i am and whatnot in all honesty like probably not even taking the time to even think about me in the way that i'm thinking about myself like i needed to be more concerned with being my authentic self and living my true self my true life rather than acting a certain way because i was scared for anyone in your life thinking about you in a certain light i think when we give people the license to judge us and they're not actually judging us but in our mind we're giving them giving them the rain to our lives it gives us the opportunity to fail miserably when in real life it would just be a normal failure that you you know get up again and learn from but it's making you feel like you're failing miserably. The fact of the matter is like no one's even paying attention. And I remember reading this book that my friend Ryan actually introduced me to. It's by Tim Ferriss. It's called The 4-Hour Work Week, which by the way is kind of insane, but anyway, there's a quote in there that has stuck with me ever since I read it and it said something along the lines of don't worry too much about what other people think of you. They're not even thinking that often anyways. And like <laughs> I <love> that. <laughs> True, true. <laughs> definitely a roast but it's true if you think about it like we cannot let other people decide how we run our lives because they have no impact on your life they are not paying for your groceries they are not paying for your tuition if you're in school they're not creating the happiness and the joy in your life that you seek like you provide that for yourself and so like I think we walk around and fear what other people think too much to where it like compromises our mental health and it it compromises our sanity and 
I don't know. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. And um, I love how savage that quote was. <laughs> I personally lead my life with the mindset that I don't really give a fuck about what other people think, but I'll touch on that later. Going back to Linda's story about this guy that she liked and how I went through that alongside with her, I don't understand why we all fixate about what other people think of us when we should be more concerned with how our friends and our loved ones think about us and how they view us because those are the people that genuinely care about us and those opinions should matter more so than people that we barely know whether it's strangers or some guy that you're pursuing or girl that you're pursuing Linda like when you were going through that and for a while like you would ask me for advice like oh like if I did this or if I wore this like do you think he'd like this or you would overanalyze a lot of things and for a while like you know I was just trying to be supportive and help you through this but you would try and then kind of retract and were unsure about whether your actions were advancing you and pursuit of this guy it got to a point where I kind of realized like you weren't acting in the way that I know how you act because I know you're very strong minded and willed and like you're so intelligent and I think that you're way above this guy and like you're way out of his league but who's to say that to the point that I had to like also sit you down and slap some sense into you (laughs) and just sent you like I just like remember sending you a text because I was traveling at the time like listen bitch like uh uh-uh you gotta cut this motherfucker out of your life like no don't let him treat you this way or don't let him make you feel like you needed to overanalyze everything to just please this guy like anyways it upset me to see you put so much time and energy into trying to impress some dude like bitch nah like it was just unacceptable to me so yeah That's all I have to say. Why am I crying in the club right now? Yeah, so even though for me in that case, it was applicable to this guy instance, it doesn't apply to just your crush. Like this is a relevant topic of discussion because we all have those people in our lives where we care way too much about what they think or how they feel about us. And unless it's your mom, you don't need to give a shit about how they think or feel about you because In my case, like Selena said, I was putting way too much time and energy into it and I didn't even recognize that I was not even myself. It took someone who loved and cared about me like slapping me (laughs) to get me to understand that and like this is us slapping you. (laughs) Like recognize right now in your life, like take take the next three seconds and just think about it. Like who in your life do you care too much about how they feel or think about you? Because In all honesty, if they're meant to stay in your life, they will not give a shit about who you evolve into or if you're your real and authentic self. Like they will be there for you no matter what. And so it's just in your best interest to like live your authentic self. And like it's 100% correct that once I decided to kick this canceled guy to the curb, I just invited so many positive influences into my life. And I was meeting so many great people that I didn't even have time anymore to think about what character of myself I was putting forward. I was just being me and own your life. Definitely like own yourself and own who you are and be proud of who you are. It's going to take a while for some of us to accept that and not worry so much about other people and like fitting in with like certain groups of people, for example. It's a process, but I think like it's something that almost everyone goes through in their lives. And again, once you reach the end of the tunnel and you find people that are attracted to you or enjoy being around you because they like who you are and how you, however weird or whatever like quirks you have, and they view that as something to be proud of within you, find people like that. Don't worry about fitting in with people that don't share that just because you think that they're cool or whatever. What the fuck is cool anyways? So, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) the 
Opinions that matter here are those who love you because they know you and they've stuck by you, I'm sure, through a lot. And also yourself. Like, if you view yourself as, like, this amazing person, that's going to radiate and other people are going to recognize that. Once you've reached that state, honestly, you've probably, like, reached nirvana in terms of self-esteem. Like, you don't give a shit about what other people think of you and then you're so liberated for me I didn't know I guess like how to be cool and I wanted to fit in with all these different people and I think this also falls into like times that I've been bullied because I was probably more quiet than like other people were and that made me very insecure and self-conscious about how I was perceived by other people so I wanted to like change myself I think I went through many different evolutions of myself whether it was in terms of my style or how I like acted or things that I was into I think like once I started letting go of worrying about what people think I became a badass (laughs) yeah I honestly like go about my life I march around every day and like random shit that I put on but it makes me feel good (laughs) I I value myself and I'm proud of who I am today and I know like I don't have anything bogging me down when I'm like out and about I can fully enjoy whatever I'm doing or wherever I'm at I don't have that to worry about I have other things to worry about in my life so why should I worry about what other people are thinking about me So you write to recognize that in yourself. I've known you forever and we had this one conversation where we were talking until like five in the morning and we kind of made a pact from that day forward to just not give a shit about what other people think and it's rung true to this day and I think you're thriving and you live a wonderful life and don't let the fear of others thinking about you like prevent you from being true to who you are and like the first thing is to accept that like not everyone will like you. And this is a fact of life. It's inevitable that you will not like some people and there will be plenty of people in your life who will not like you for whatever reason. And you know, the constant approval seeking process that we restrain ourselves to is not healthy because at some point there's no use to putting all this time and effort into something that will never pan out. Second of all is you have to get comfortable with not knowing what other people are thinking and accepting that. And I think that was probably the the hardest part for me hashtag Capricorn and Virgos over here is like we like to and almost need to know what's happening in our lives and something that's out of our control I guess is very uncomfortable and unsettling for us but you have to accept the fact that you're not going to know what people think about you and you have to let that not bother you and and that took a lot of adjusting for me I guess a third point that I've probably mentioned to you so many times is like to ask yourself the question of what does this person's thoughts impose on me? And the answer is, I guarantee you 99% of the time is that it doesn't matter or like it's not going to change who you are. And like a big thing since graduating college is now that we're 20 somethings in the working force, it's a different approval seeking process because we're like the newbies, the bitches of the team. And so we feel like things that come out of our mouths need to have some kind of value to them. Um, and so it becomes the point of like what I want to say or contribute. Is that worth saying? Does it, is there any point of validity to it? Am I smart enough? Am I experienced enough to even contribute to this thought process? And that's like something that I struggle with sometimes is feeling like I don't have the expertise required to like fully contribute. But like in the end, again, it was me being afraid of what other people thought of me and not allowing myself to freely speak and contribute to the team. And once I let go of that and started contributing, I realized that my ideas were my ideas for a reason. Like other people didn't think of them. And, you know, at some certain level, even at a minuscule level, it's helpful. Can you relate to this, Lena? Oh yeah, totally. I remember when I first joined my current project, I was telling my manager that sometimes I want to like say something in a meeting or like present an idea, but I'm always worried that it'll sound dumb because I'm not as experienced as everyone else on the team because 
I just graduated college and everything. I don't know business really, for example. And he just like straight flat out told me like, you need to stop thinking like that because like my ideas are valid. And that was like a wake up call. And after that, I became more and more comfortable with like sharing my thoughts out to my team or whatever meeting I was in. And now I have like that confidence. Like, yes, I am just the newbie on the team still, but I'm more confident in myself, my experiences, whatever experiences I do have. So yeah, and as Linda has said before, and as we have been reiterating throughout this entire episode, people don't really care about you not in a bad way, but like they don't, they're not <laughs> thinking about you. Everyone's thinking about what they have to do tomorrow, what they're going to eat for dinner tonight. Like there's so many things to think about that I promise you that they are not judging you or thinking about you in that way. And if they are judging you, then they're fuckers. Okay. So fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, there are many times in my day where I honestly just think, fuck you. <laughs> and it helps. It helps. <laughs> and ponder this for a second. You are a beautiful creature and you're losing the beauty of simply being yourself by fearing what other people think of you. You're trying to fit into this mold of what you think is like the box of acceptability. And like, that's not true. Like there is no box that guides you into what's socially accepted and what's not because who's to say what is socially accepted? And again, it's your own thoughts that are really perverse to your own thriving potential. And what's funny is we never think about the positive things that people could be thinking about us. And we're always generally shocked when someone gives us a compliment because we never think of ourselves in such positive light and we assume no one else does either. Like we always assume people focus on the negative parts of our lives or what makes us stick out from the crowd. That's not true. Whatever you think makes you weird, you should redefine the term to be eccentric. Like I'm going to tell you right now, I'm weird as fuck. <laughs> and like that hasn't stopped Selena from continuing to love me. Snaps to that. Like Linda said, who cares if you're weird? That's just called being spicy, all right? Oh, you're spicy. just adding some spice to life, okay? Who wants a bland soup? Nobody. Add some spice. Add some of that sauce, okay? <laughs> and with that, we hope you all lead a confident day ahead. And thanks for listening in. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again next week with more tea. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you're new to the squad, hit that follow and subscribe button. Leave a comment because we'd love to hear what you think and give us five stars because why would you give us four stars? Once again, live life like you mean it because really, it's never fine. fine.